So you're ready to ask the biggest question of your life. The only question before that question. How do you find the perfect ring to ask it with? With the incredible selection of diamonds at Jared and our price match guarantee, you can dare to stop searching and find the perfect diamond at a price you'll love. Visit your local Jared store today and dare to be devoted. We promise to match any price on a like loose certified diamond of the same quality from any other jewelry retailer. See jared.com slash price match for details. Blog Talk Radio. Hello, and welcome to Everyday Connection with your hosts, Rico Shields and Jean Victoria Norlock. Bringing your inner light to your everyday life. Welcome, everybody, to this Tuesday edition of Everyday Connection. I'm Rico Shields. Our lovely co-host, Gene, will be with us shortly. And uh, we've got a great show lined up for you tonight. Uh, as usual, I like to take a moment here at the beginning of the episodes and uh, uh, have a shout-out to some of our uh, dear friends and supporters. Uh, of course, Bill and the family over at Inner Child. Uh, you can find them at innerchild.ning.com. Uh, have been tremendous supporters. Uh, we've got some tremendous things going on over there, including the uh, World Peace 2012 Poetry Writing Contest with some great prizes. If you've been looking to get published and you don't, don't know how, send uh, uh, some World Peace-themed uh, poetry, and uh, the top three are going to receive a, uh, a publishing suite from Inner Child Press. Uh, they'll also be a guest on our show here. And... Um, uh, guest on Inner Child Radio, so you're going to have a radio package to uh, promo the launch of your book. Uh, be a great way to get yourself in print to say that you were the Inner Child World Peace 2012 winner. I mean, we're only going to get to do this 2012 thing once. I hope it's not anticlimactic after 2011. But tonight we have with us Sierra Goodman. Now, Gina generally starts us off with the uh, uh, basic question of who are you and what do you do, but we could be here for several episodes to try to get through that because uh, our friend Sierra is so many things, and uh, she never rests on her laurels. She becomes Jungle Girl and then becomes the Whale and Dolphin Whisperer and, and, and never just rest, lets it rest there. She just keeps going. And so we're going to talk about some of these fantastic things that she's doing, her new uh, cabin rental and retreat center down there, just having fun. Sierra. Hello. How are you? Good. How are you? I'm doing great. I'm doing great. It's nice to finally have a nice conversation with you. We've been, you know, playing around on Facebook for a long time now. (laughs) Long time. Years. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, great. Well, thank you for inviting me. Uh, we're just glad you're here. Jean. Hello, my love. How are you? How are you? I'm Good. excellent. Hello, Sierra. Hi, Jean. Nice How are to you? meet you, too. I'm doing it's good. Absolute wonderful pleasure for me to have you here tonight. So excited. Me, too. So I just finished uh, explaining to our listeners that we might not start with who are you and what do you do tonight. Uh, since Sierra has so many, uh, so many different things, uh, Sierra takes on an adventure and has a, a big life adventure, and then goes, "Now what?" And then there's another big life adventure, and you know, it, it, it's it, it sounds like a tremendous blast to me, and um, uh, I think it's just that she gets bored and finds the next big, the next big thing, you know, move to the jungle, whisper to the dolphins and whales. Uh, lose a whole person worth of weight, you know, monkeys and I, mm-hmm. I, I just like the open air, uh, bedroom idea with the monkeys and the birds and the, it's gotta be crazy fun. Oh, that it is. <laughs> Definitely is. Um, yeah, I don't, I don't know. What do, what do you want to talk about? <laughs> well, I know that I have, I'm, uh, go ahead. Well, go ahead. Yeah, I have one exciting question that I got to ask right away. 
I've been wanting to do it since I was a little girl. Um, what's it like, Sierra, to get into the water and swim with a wild dolphin? I mean, really, what are they like? Can you share that with us right away, and then we'll get to all the other stuff. <laughs> okay, sure. Well, for me, um, good question to start with. <laughs> for me, you know, the dolphins are my family. I mean, I I completely relate and resonate with the dolphins and whales. And, um, you know, I feel very much at home in the water. So I've always been attracted to dolphins. And the first time I got in the water with them, which was in the Bahamas, um, I, it just, I, I was home, you know, it's like, this is, this is, you know, there was something so familiar and so amazing about that connection. And, and the thing with dolphins is that, you know, they're very multidimensional and they see us as multidimensional beings. Also, they see us, you know, they, they see who you really are. And when you're with them, you feel that. You feel them seeing you that way and you feel that way because they see you that way. <laughs> and um, it's just, uh, you know, it's an experience that um, I highly recommend, um, <laughs> you know. And um, and if you can't get out in the wild, you know, you, you, the dolphins, there's so many people that connect with them, um, you know, telepathically or in their dreams. Or the dolphins are very much... Um, wanting to communicate with us and be a part of what's going on on the planet. Um, there, you know, we can, we can look to them for a lot of, you know, I do look to them. They've taught me a lot of the, the way that I am, um, you know, the, the go with the flow and, and to, to the joy and, um, God, there's, there's just so much to learn from them. And I've had so many <laughs> really mind-blowing, life-changing experiences with them. Um, so uh, I, there's, there's not, you know, and then there's the whales. And, and getting in the water with the whales is a whole different experience because they're so deep. You know, they, like, hold, for me, they hold, like, all, like, the classic records they they're just, and they communicate, they have a communication system that, that goes around the world, you know, to the different oceans. And they, they do big things like, like, um, shore up the, the, um, magnetic lines of the earth. And, and, um, so getting in the water with them and being eye to eye with an, a whale is just, um, <laughs> I don't, you know, there's really not, how do you explain experience like that? It's deep. You know, all I can do is try to transmute a feeling to you <laughs> so that you can feel it too. I'm going to, I'm going to dive right into the next question then, because this is something I want to address with people and it's kind of a touchy subject, but I'm hoping that you can shed some light on how the dolphins really feel about the whole situation, and that is um, us keeping dolphins and whales in captivity. Yeah, um, you know, captivity is is not a good thing. Um, you know, there are some dolphins that have have decided, okay, this is my fate, and I'm an ambassador, and I'm going to make the best of it. You know, and they just do whatever they can to survive, but um, they don't belong in captivity. You know, and I know there's the whole argument about education and, you know, people become marine biologists because they saw Shamu at SeaWorld. Um, but the cruelty overrules that, you know, and there's so many opportunities to see them in the wild or watch videos of them in the wild um, that it just... Um, you know, if if you've seen them in the wild and you and you know their behaviors and you know how they use sonar and you know how much space they need, um, I can't, I just can't condone it. You know, and I I lived in SeaWorld for a while and you know most of the activist people you know just would kill me to know that I actually did go to SeaWorld, um, you know, and gave them my money, which you know I was very torn about it. But what what really called me there was the the dolphins and whales that were there and boy did they appreciate my visit you know because I you know I saw them for you know I I just did my whole thing <laughs> with them you know and they're 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 resigned to it you know and they really would like it to end 
you know, of course they would. And, you know, there's people that love their, and they love them very much. You know, the trainers don't get go into it because they hate dolphins. They go into it because they love dolphins and them, them they want to be close to them, you know. And, um, God, the whole SeaWorld thing with, with um, the, the, the orca that killed the trainer, you know, when I connected, I mean, I just saw this whole agreement between them. I mean, she loved them so much that in in my, what I got was that, you know, she, it was an agreement for her to do that so that light would be shown on whales in captivity. I mean, orcas don't belong in activity, you know, in captivity, dolphins don't, they don't. So that was my long answer to your question. I, they, they should be free. There's a lot that can't be freed at this point. You know, they would never make it out in the wild. And, you know, they, they, it just needs to taper it off. They need to stop breeding them and just take good stop care of Stop capturing so, them and stop breeding yeah. them. Yeah, stop capturing them for sure. And, you know, anyone that goes to SeaWorld is supporting um, what's going on in Taji right now. Right now, they're killing dolphins at this moment, actually. So, you know, if you've gone to SeaWorld, you're supporting that. You know, and I realized if I could have snuck in like I used to sneak into Disneyland, I would have, but... Overwrought, you know, I just got this message. You know, I only lived a mile away, and I could feel them, and I, I had to go. I had, you know, and what a connection we had. In fact, one of the orcas, I was down in one of the tanks that where you can see them swimming, the tank that's underwater that you can see them underwater, and one of them, like, zoomed by me and then, like, turned on a dime and came back and just, like, came right up to me. And, the you know, the, the um, attendant there was like, whoa, they don't do that, you know. So I was really glad that I went, um, but yeah, captivity sucks. <laughs> <laughs> so if there were more, um, do you think if there were more programs like the one that you provide, because you provide an opportunity for people to go and actually swim with the dolphins in their natural habitat, right? Yeah. Um, if there were more programs like that, do you think that the, it would assist in helping to phase out this um, strange fascination that we have with putting animals behind bars? Yeah, you know, it might. I think education, too, because the, the programs are out there. You know, there's, you know, me and there's several, many people doing, um, you know, swim with dolphin programs. Not everybody can do that. Not everyone is comfortable going out on a boat. You know, it's not for everybody. Um, but I don't think having them in captivity is the alternative. You know, I think different kinds of education um you know, movies or whatever is better than, than captivity. So the, you know, the, the programs are out there. If people want to be with dolphins and whales in the wild, the, the programs are out there to do it. Go to my website. You know, I'll take you to the best places in the world. You know, Costa Rica, you can see dolphins and whales and toucans and monkeys and everything. Um, in the Bahamas and Bimini, it's like what, it's the best place to swim with dolphins. They're friendly and it's beautiful. And then the Dominican Republic to swim with the humpback whales is, um, you know, so that the opportunities are out there for sure. Okay, I'm done harassing her now, Rick. You can. <laughs> <laughs> well, I have heard from uh, Doreen Virtue talked about a similar experience where she went to a uh, thing in Hawaii where the, it was a swim with the dolphins, meet the dolphins, and. Uh, uh, they were kept in captivity, but they were kept, you know, right on the edge of the ocean. They weren't in a tank somewhere. And the 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 read that she got from them was, was that in this case we're able to act as ambassadors, and we have a lot of great contact with people, and 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 so we're we're okay with it. Right. Uh, right. But um, but the programs where they're just tanked up and 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 doing shows, uh, and we have to remember too. Uh, SeaWorld in, in, in the United States is not necessarily representative of all the marine parks in the world. Right. Uh, there's a lot of bad conditions. and uh, uh, But I think they could be willing participants with us, too. And done right that they would be. Because don't you get the feeling when when you're at work on your trips that they're happy to have this interaction with us? Oh, there's there's no doubt about it. I mean, they they always have the choice to interact with us, and um, you know they'll go out of their way to interact with us. 
um, you know, not always. I mean, we definitely don't go and chase dolphins or whales down and we let them choose. And, you know, sometimes they're feeding and, you know, when, when they don't want to interact, they, you know, they, they don't, you know, if they want to feed, they're feeding. If they're resting, you know, we don't, we don't bother them. But when they do, they do. I mean, they seek out the interactions. Um, they, they love us. <laughs> they love us. As much as we love them, they love us, if not more. Well, I'm sure my personal bias is showing, but uh, I, I I believe that, uh, you know, people talk about they wish that we could have some intelligent aliens to chat with. And I believe that we have a whole intelligent species right here that we're that would love to have a chat um, that we're not chatting with and that we're putting in tanks. And um, uh, because I think they are an intelligent species and the fact that we haven't you know, learn to communicate with squeaks and pops, that's not necessarily the way that dolphins and whales communicate in its entirety. <clears throat> um, and um, anyway, I don't want to get up on my soapbox. It's hard to get me off. We don't have any big, big enough crowbar to get me down. <laughs> I don't know. I think it's a, it, it's a valid, a valid conversation to have um, with regards to that issue. And I, I don't think we should, shy away from discussing it. I think we should be open and honest about it. Let's bring it out and put it on the table that, you know what, until we learn to communicate with the animals that we have on the planet and with each other, why are we concerned about communicating with other races that that aren't even, you know, here on this earth with us, sharing our planet with us? We need to get back to our world and, and start talking to each other and learning how to interact with, with the creatures and, and the other intelligent beings because dolphins certainly aren't the only ones um that are here with us now and when we can do that then then let's worry about talking to the little grace you know i mean but because yeah, I, I gotta tell you if i was up there watching on my view screen and uh i saw some of the dolphins and and what's going on with some of the dolphins i wouldn't be in a big hurry to land and announce myself <laughs> because you know Let's see, I have a spaceship and I can go where I want, or I can go here and probably end up in a cage or a tank. Hmm. No, I'll pass. Thanks. <laughs> Come back later. That's exactly my point. And, uh, you know, of course, people say, well, we can't even get along with each other. Why do we want to mess with the dolphins? And Well, because maybe they can help us get along with each other. And... Um, uh, I would think they would have a lot to teach. Um they definitely do. The dolphins, um, you know, their their message to me um, always, but you know, even more so now. What they really want to teach us is is about community and about living together as a pod. And you know, they, you know, after a recent experience that I had, they showed me how you know dolphins don't um, leave each other. You know, they take care of their group. Like if one's sick, they they carry it to shore, all of them. You know what I mean? They're very um, community-oriented, uh, and they they talk to me about this is really where, what the humans have to do. Uh, we really need to start focusing on um, living together as community, you know, and, and um, working together more. And... Um, you know that that's part of what their their message is to us, and and I'm not just hearing it from them, you know. And I think this is a you know a bigger part of you know something you brought up um, recently, Rick. You know about the whole money thing, and 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 I know like most not I shouldn't say most, but a lot of the most high vibing people that I know don't have a lot of money or no money. You know, and so I kind of look around, and, you know, and ask what what's that about, and I think. You know, one of the the reasons that's coming to me is what they're telling me is that they want us to lead the way in in showing how to work as community. You know, getting back to the trading and bartering, and um, you know, not having it be the almighty dollar. And if you know everybody was you know really flush, you know, no one would you know everyone would continue on in their kind of selfish bubble. You know, and they that that time's over. You know, and and for they really want us to come together in community, 
you know, and that's how everybody will survive. And that's why, you know, people that are, you know, doing what they say you're supposed to do, follow your heart, you know, and they're following their heart, but the money's not coming. So what, what's up with that, you know? And, and, and the law of attraction, of course, still comes in, in that you, you, you know, you're a match, whatever you're a match to. But I think, you know, there's more laws than the law of attraction. And, you know, some of it's higher good and, and your, the agreements you made and what you came to learn. And I think if your higher self or inner being or whatever you call it knows that, like, $2 million isn't going to get you to what the work that you're supposed to be doing on the planet that you don't line up with it, no matter how many, you know, little vision boards and stuff that you make, you're never going to line up with it because your higher self knows that that's not your highest good. Do you get what I'm saying? So I I think a lot of us, the the really high-vibing people that haven't found, like, you know, their match to millions that are promised, (laughs) you know, I think it's because we're supposed to be doing something else. We're supposed to be coming together, and that's what the dolphins teach. You know, community, community, you know, pods, you know, our tribes. We're supposed to be coming together in our tribes and working together and finding other ways to live. Well, now, a lot of high-vibing people that I know um, haven't required a lot of money to do what they do. Um, simply because of what you're talking about. There's a lot of trade. There's a lot of interaction, a lot of community support. I'd call it family support, really, because you end up building yourself an extended family um, in the Lightworker community, and there's a lot of trade of services and helping each other get their message out. Um, You know, I mean, people taking people in, people helping others build websites, doing doing all this supportive wonderful interactive work so i agree with you that it is it is a way to pave the way and and to show um to show that it can be done yeah yeah for sure so cuz now you know we got to the the meat of of everything so quickly <laughs> Uh, somewhere out there, there's. We do that sometimes. We do that sometimes, especially when it's a really exciting um, topic. Um, but I, I do for the guests that are that are going to come on um, and listening to the show who don't know much about you. I'd like to get back to a little of the backstory now, if we can backtrack and go back to that first encounter that you had that set you on this this crazy path and amazing journey. Yeah. Um, well, it I it it was actually the the whole thing is quite a magical story. Um, and it started. Well, I've always loved dolphins, and um, I was born here in, in Southern California, where I'm visiting um, until tomorrow morning, actually. And I had moved up to Santa Cruz, California, to work for Earth Save, um, an organization by John Robbins, and. Um, I had um, I had fallen and broken my ankle is what happened and my and to make a long story short my my cat spoke to me you know and she said I know you might not think that I can help you but if you just pet me I'm going to take your pain away and I heard it very clearly and I was like whoa and I my mom had been there to take care of me and I said mom Kisa just talked to me and she was oh you're you're taking a lot of pain medication. <laughs> and I was like, no, Kisa just smoked me. And I've always had this connection, deep, close connection with animals. I mean, I've always been, you know, called Mrs. Doolittle. And, you know, there's, there's always animals around me. Um, but this, my cat talked to me. And, I, and so I started doing research on this and found a woman named Penelope Smith, who's like the mother of telepathic communication with animals because I knew it was possible, so it was was very um, affirming to find, like, someone that had written books about it and, like, didn't go, you're nuts. And um, so I signed up for her mailing list, and a postcard came in the mail, you know, Swim with Dolphins with Penelope Smith, and I was like, oh, yeah, baby, (laughs) this is it, you know. So I didn't have the money to go, so I said to the universe, "Um, if I'm supposed to go on this trip, the money appears because I don't know how. And... 
The next day, I go to work, and they gave me a $500 bonus that I wasn't expecting, so I just started working there. And, of course, went straight to the deposit on the trip, and, you know, the other money came in magical ways, and lots of other, I mean, this this story could go on for a long time, so I'm going to, like, just catch the chase. I went on the trip, <laughs> and it was magical, and the first time I got in the water with the dolphins, like I said earlier, it was it was home. It was home. And, um, you know, I, the messages I got, and I've actually written a story about that trip and a few subsequent, subsequent trips that are on my website um, about some of the amazing things that happened. But, you know, the messages from the dolphins and, you know, it was just so many memories came back. I mean, the whole Atlantis thing um, that I feel such a deep connection to. And, um you know, magical things just happened from there. I came back and and I was working as a as a paralegal at the time. I was working for lawyers. I was and doing um, freelance paralegal work also. And um, I started to plan some trips because I decided that what I wanted to do was to um, take people to swim with dolphins. So I figured, well, I'm going to put some trips together. So I started to do some trips that were like six months off, and it ended up there was like six trips in a row. And um, I went into work, and I said, you know, in May, this was in March, <clears throat> I think. Yeah, it was in March. I said, in May, you know, I'm going to be gone for six weeks, and, you know, I want to let you know, you know, I'm giving you notice now. So what, it was like March, April, May, you know, like three months notice I gave them. And I just said, I'm not going to, just so you know, you know, you can replace me in three months when I leave, I, you know, and I had no idea what I was going to do after those trips. I had no idea, but I just like took the leap and went and told them. I'm, and that night I went home and one of the captains I was working with said, hey, why don't you come to Florida and be my assistant? And I was like, yeah. So <laughs> the, next, the next day I go into work and I say, I'm giving you two weeks notice or less. I'm out of here, you know, so the day after I'd given him three months, I was like, I'm out of here, so, you know, that was like a, a, you know, a message about leaping for me, you know, and every time I take a leap, and I just, like, follow my heart, and I don't know how things are going to work out, and I just leap, you know, it's just like the road appears below me, and, 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 um, always kind of been that way and after doing you know a few dolphin trips I ended up moving to Florida I drove across the country with dogs and cats and birds and <laughs> moved to Florida and within you know a few months um Costa Rica Costa Rica has always called to me since I was very young and I went on um I ended up going with a friend and falling in love with Costa Rica and, and magically finding this property and then like I bought the property before I ever got out in the water because actually when I went there, it was during Hurricane Mitch. But I I just, you know, everything was magically falling into place, and I'm I'm skipping so much stuff, but you can read it (laughs) (laughs) on the Internet. And I ended up, you know, buying this magical property on a point. It's 10 acres, and um, then I find out that there's, like, almost year-round humpbacks and, you know, not just the group of 200 dolphins that the people told me were around, but groups of thousands of dolphins. And, um, you know, I I started with tents. You know, I had a dear friend, Jerry, who came and helped me, and we started with tents on platforms and, you know, over the years built up this really nice eco-lodge. And then I closed it because I didn't want to do it anymore. <laughs> It just wasn't bringing me joy, and I I closed it. Now I still do trips. Um, I still do the dolphin trips for people, and um, lots of other stuff. <laughs> so um, it's just it's been a a magical little trip to kind of follow my dreams, and and now um, what I want to do with the property now is to create a. Um, a wellness center, and 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 I'm not talking about your average day spa, but something really special. So I don't I don't know where you if you want to talk more and, about and, that. Or, go ahead. Uh, well, we'll talk about following dreams or following your passion and how 
the the way it gets made for you, so to speak. And we've heard some of that with you told them you were going to these for these trips, and then you got the opportunity in Florida. Uh, wasn't there a point when you were really kind of wondering what was going to come next, and you finally just told everybody, Facebook and everywhere, you know, look, I'm broke, I'm tired, I don't know what to do. And uh, then you woke up to some things in your PayPal or something? Um, <laughs> I'm trying to think of which story you were. Which story? Which time? Which story? I mean, I, um, hmm. I don't know. Well, I mean, there's always there's always what's next, you know. And I find that like a bunch of stuff will happen all at once. Like everything will come together and things will like click together and click, 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 and you know, a bunch of things happen. And then there's kind of that 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 what's next period, you know. And um, there was a time, you know, I'd moved back to San Diego for a while, and then I'm um, just to, you know, after 12 years in the jungle, I needed a break. You know, because it's a remote, it's a remote area. I mean, there's other hotels there, but it's remote. And um, so then there was, when I first got back, it was just kind of different. And, um, you know, it was like, what's next? And every time I, there's, there's that complacency, you know, if you're not continuing to expand, the universe will kind of kick you in the butt and get you to expand. And um, that happened to me this last June where, you know, you know, I've always heard people talk about the, the dark night of the soul. And I was like, what's up with that? You know, don't get so dramatic. You know what I mean? And, <laughs> Until you <laughs> live through it. Until I live through it. And I was like, oh, <laughs> that's what that is. So um, I, I ended up having a health scare in June that, like, um, you know, I would smoked for many years. You know, I was like one of those people that like green smoothie in one hand and a cigarette in the other, you know, and I used to like tell myself it was balanced, but you know, I, you know, I smoke and, and of course the whole weight thing, you know, I've, I've been um, very obese in my lifetime. I've gone up and down many times. I lost weight. I gained it. I lost weight. I gained it, you know, so I was on my way actually to Bimini to the, to a dolphin trip and in the airport, um, I like my, I felt like, pressure in my chest and my left arm was like getting numb and I was like oh my god you know this is it because I've always said you know I kind of wanted to die young like you know live, do it and then like you know happy healthy happy healthy dead <laughs> you know <laughs> I, was like, <laughs> I was like okay I'm on my way to Bimini you know you could have done it after I swam with dolphins but okay you know not just like I you know I was pretty convinced and <clears throat> I called my mom and like it, it subsided and I I flew to Florida and kind of felt it out and like I was like I'm going to Bimini I'm gonna go and swim with dolphins you know and but I was really frightened you know probably no definitely the most frightened I've ever been in my life (coughs) definitely not myself I mean definitely I mean when when you're in fear like you know that was a whole new experience for me because I've never I was so out of my element and like I was you know not with you know, I was with people I hardly knew, and I was, you know, in a foreign country that just had, like, a clinic, <laughs> you know, so it, it was really frightening, a really frightening experience, and, you know, to make a long story short, I, I got home, when I got back to the States, I flew to California instead of going back to Costa Rica and got all the tests, and everything was fine, and it was actually a really good thing, because, you know, I thought I had done, I was pretty convinced that I had done damage with all the weight loss and stuff and the smoking and actually I, I you know I got completely checked out in my worst nightmare I mean this was the dark night of the soul is spending the night in the hospital with IVs in my arm I mean this is my worst nightmare you know I fear doctors I just well I shouldn't say fear but I just I don't want anything to do with sickness and hospitals and needles and so <clears throat> there I was with this needle in my arm and you know my worst fears coming out and, um, but God, it changed me. <laughs> it was, it was so good to find out, first of all, that I was healthy, that, you know, they, they did the whole heart thing. They kept me overnight in the morning. They did the stress test. They, they had this camera and I got to see my heart on the video screen and like, 
you're healthy. And like, my oxygen level was good. And I was like, are you sure? And they're like, you're healthy. And I was like, okay. So that was like my, my second lease on life. And well, before I kind of thought about doing a wellness center on the property. And, you know, when I asked myself the million dollar question, which was, if I had a million dollars, would I still want to do this? You know, that's how you find out if it's like your passion or what you're doing for money, you know, at least for me. And I was kind of like, no, you know, if I was really rich, I'd kind of just want to live here and hang out. Um, But after this happened, like it totally changed my focus on um, really wanting to provide something like that for people. And it also changed my focus on how I am with people who are in crisis, you know, especially a physical crisis. Like, you know, I was always kind of the ones that were like, you know, pull yourself together, you know, get your vibe together. And, you know, I wasn't very um, maybe sympathetic is the right word. You know, yeah, it's like, you know, and now this gave me like I was on the other side of the stick and I and I felt the fear and I felt what it was like to be in that kind of situation and what what worked, what people said to me that worked and what didn't, you know, because there was some of my, you know, um, friends that were like, oh, Sierra, get into your vortex. (laughs) And I was like, screw you. I'm afraid. (laughs) You know know what it felt like? It felt like, you know, if you're in quicksand and you're like, you know, people are standing on the edge of the, the, you know, shore where it's safe and going, hey, come up here. It's great. Instead of like extending the hand to like pull you out, you know, and I, I never, I always like I, I can look back and see what I've done to other people that like maybe needed something more than like, you know, the spiritual blah, 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 that we say to people, but like, you know, like some understanding, you know, like an acknowledgement of where they are. So anyway, it, it it really changed my perspective and my my level of compassion for others, and really my um, God, my whole base, my whole outlook, my my everything. So I think I don't know if that's what you were talking about, Rico, when I got on the internet because you know it's really funny on Facebook. Everyone says. You know that everything's so perfect, but when I write about the bad things, like no one responds. Like I wrote a whole big story about what I just talked about, and like there were hardly any responses. You know, and like um, a couple months ago or a month and a half ago, we were out on a on a whale dolphin and whale tour, and the propeller fell off my motor, <laughs> and we were just like floating, and you know, like oh my God, like this thing happened and I wrote about it and like no one responded. So it's really funny, like how people don't focus on the, those kinds of things, but those are the things we learn the most from, you know, those kinds of experiences. So I think it's really unique that you brought that up um, because I just released a book on the healing of self talking about that very thing. Like you, you can't stand at the top of, of this steep hole and look down at the person and go, come on, come on, get up, let's go, let's go. You know, you have to offer something, a hand, a rope, anything. Um, So I totally get where you're coming from. And and the same thing I've found found with my own experiences writing where when I write really, really positive stuff, I don't hear a lot of, feedback from people or I hear a lot of feedback from people when I when I write about the truth of life and how how much it sucks sometimes to to be in that hole and not know how you're going to climb up because the sides are really steep and there's nothing to grab um people don't say anything but then sometimes two months later I'll get a message from somebody saying Hey, just so that you know, two months ago, stuff was really crappy for me, and I read something you said, and it changed completely the way I was looking at it. Right. Right. Yeah. Yeah. You know, and everybody means well, and, and you know, I, I, I blessed that experience. I mean, at the time, I mean, 
June was so crazy. That was the first thing that happened. And then there was just like one event after the other, like really crazy, weird stuff happened in my life in June. Things that don't normally happen, you know, like just off the wall, bizarre things, like people accusing me of things I didn't do, like, like Sarah, like people yell, you know, like it was just so weird. Like I was like so off center, you know, and at the time it sucked. I mean, it was the, the, the dark night of the soul, but God, who, who I've become because of it, who, what it, the people that I met because of it, the people that, you know, everything works out so perfectly, you know, and, and, you know, even like when the craziest stuff was happening, there was a part of me that was still the observer going, oh, human Sierra, you know, that there's a broader perspective. Like you always hold on to that broader perspective, even at the worst of times. And that's, that's how you make it through, you know, because we, we did come here to like feel it all and, and experience it all and become more. And, you know, um, all these experiences are good. And I, I just, I feel so blessed for everything that's happened in, you know, the exact order that it's happened and and everybody that's come and everybody that's gone and everybody that's come, you know, it just, it's all brought me exactly to this perfect moment of who I am now. And, you know, as you guys know, things are moving so much faster. And, um, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. You know, and I've just been having these amazing multi-dimensional experiences. You know, one I wrote about last week where um, I had had an experience with some girlfriends. You know, we do this kind of chant. We just kind of get together and make intentions and then see what happens. And, like, where I really experienced being many at the same time, like, I really felt that. And it, And that's happening more and more, like, really feeling that multidimensionalness <laughs> blended being, you know, that really when you're blended and, you know, um, for me, I've always been really good at the, the spiritual and the mind stuff. And for me, I've always left out the body and that's finally coming, you know, that missing piece for me um, is finally becoming, you know, because we're not, I always thought, like, I always kind of resented my body, you know, because I knew I was a spiritual being. And I was like, well, what am I doing in this thing here, you know? And there was always kind of this love-hate relationship going on until I finally am getting now, like, the body is part of it. Like, we, it is body, mind, spirit. That is being the blended being is not trying to ascend out of your body, but to really ground, you know, there's that balance of grounded and spiritual. Um, so, I don't know. What else do you want to talk oh, that's, about? That's, 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 that's us that's at Everyday Connection. <laughs> I have a, uh, we do have a caller with a question. Okay. Uh, we have a caller from area code 757. Are you there? I'm here. I'm here. Good. Hello. Hello. Hello, Rick. How are you? Good. This is Suzanne. Oh, hi, Suzanne. Welcome. Hi, Rick. How are you? How's Jean doing? Fantastic. Good, Sierra. How are you? This is Suzanne in Virginia Beach. Hi, Suzanne. How are you? I'm doing so well. I've been listening to the chat since you started, and oh my gosh, I forgot my initial question. I actually commented on the blog here on the webpage, and you lost me. <laughs> I am like just totally in rapture of everything that you've been talking about with the dolphins and whales and your personal experiences with everything, and um, my initial question, I finally remembered it, going way back about 40 minutes ago, and you were talking about communication with dolphins and whales. And, of course, Virginia Beach is really big with Navy, SEALs, all of the recon, and, you know, we're heavily laden with that. And the Navy really wants to get into doing a lot of research with the sonar with the dolphins to get more intelligence and 
honestly, I haven't asked you this on Facebook. I talk to you all the time. But how do you feel about this with the Navy wanting to tap into the Dolphin Intelligence with the Navy recon? Well, it sucks. <laughs> you know, it's using... Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> you know, it, it, it's like using Tesla's, uh, you know, knowledge for HARP. You know what I mean? It's like taking this yeah. beautiful, beautiful thing that could benefit and and using it for... You know, I, I I like to speak about the things that are important, you know, because um, we can sit and go, oh, all is well, you know, but I really, I think it's important for people to speak out about things that are important to them. So I, I'm glad you asked. And, um, you know, I, I think that dolphins can be studied in the wild and we would find out a lot of amazing things that we can benefit from. But, you know, using their sonar for war um, is so against who the dolphins are, you know. <laughs> and, and I, you know, and I, I am so, so I, I cannot even tell you how glad I am to hear you say that because it, we had something published in the local newspaper about it. And, oh, yeah, well, we can learn so much from the dolphins and everything that they have to share with us and we can gain intelligence from them and they're fitting them with all of these radar and GPS and all of this. And I have a real problem with it. And living in this, you know, I've got fighter jets flying over my place every single night and they're wanting to do this to these dolphins. And I go out to the ocean front on my bike and I just sit and meditate and watch them surface and breach and do their whole thing. And I'm thinking, these are innocent beings. How could you do such a thing? Just let them be and let them cultivate what they have to cultivate for us as humans on Earth to get us into the reality where we need to be. Yeah. No, I I, I agree. I agree. It's, you know, um, it just, I... I'm sure that it can be explained away, you know, just like, um, you know, tradition and all of the uh, scientific research the Japanese talk about the dolphins, you know, and, and killing the dolphins and whales. And right, right. there's, you know, there's there's the whole big thing about not pushing against and stuff, but, you know, I know what I feel in my heart. <laughs> and I want... No, I'm not... Yeah, I'm right with you there, Sierra. It's just like, it's nasty. I just feel this nasty, slimy, nasty with all this whole thing. And, it, you know, I don't know who has to come to terms with it, but it's like, just let them be. They're balancing Gaia as we have Gaia as it is right now under everything. And, you know, just let them be. Yeah. Well, that would be good, and, you know, we always have the work to do on ourselves, I and mean, we always have to look within with these things, but, you know, there's there's looking within and connecting, and, and, and there's also inspired action, and, and I think that a lot of people miss that spot, like, you know, it's, it's okay to talk about what you're for, it's like, I think some people think you should just, you know, visualize a way and really, it's so important to say, hey, this is important to me. This is how I feel. I mean, there's nothing wrong with expressing your preference and, and how you feel about things. So good for you, girlfriend. <laughs> Absolutely. Uh, we're getting a little echo when folks besides Sierra talk. So we're moving into the last, uh, we've got about 11 minutes uh, to go. Um If you had five, six, seven minutes to tell the world something, what would Sierra tell the world today? Oh, my. Um, well, you know, I'm, I'm kind of uncomfortable in that in the role that people sometimes want to put me in as like a teacher, especially the guru. Like, don't say the G word to me because, <laughs> you know, I really, I'm just this human being. Like, I really want to um, go through the human experience together with others. 
you know, and I think that that's the other part of being a community, like, maybe sometimes I have something good to say that comes through me, and, and so do others, you know, and I think we're like, you know how the, um, you know, like the geese, you know, like all the animals that, that fly in that V formation, and there's the one that's in front, but actually the ones in the back are, you know, giving them strength from the flapping of their wings, and then that one will go to the back, and another one goes forward. That's kind of how I see it, you know, and I don't want to be held up. You know, the things I share on Facebook and stuff come straight from my life. I mean, most of it, you know, it's it's me coaching me. You know, it's not like me, like we talked about earlier, standing on the mountain and going, hey, people, you know, do do this. <laughs> you know, <laughs> I'm just, I'm offering, you know, I'm offering what comes to me from my own higher guidance, my inner guidance, what comes to me because of, you know, conversations that I've, I'm in or my real life. So, you know, I never, you know, I hope that I don't come across ever as, you know, some kind of guru because I, I really, I, I really don't want to play that role. I want to like hang out with people in the authentic human experience and in the sharing you know, in the sharing we all talk about, you know, that we all we all grow from that, from sharing. And, you know, that's been the really beautiful thing about Facebook is, you know, the people like Rick and now Eugene and, and, and so many others um, in the sharing and knowing that we're not all going through this by ourselves, like all the crazy stuff that are, that's happening. Like sometimes there's certain physical symptoms that we can all, you know, like, hey, did you feel that? solar crazy thing that's going on, you know, um, it, it's really in the sharing and I really want to encourage people to um, attract your pod, you know, attract, attract your tribe. Um, you know, there's going to be, you know, lots of changes and you really want to be hanging out with your people, you know, and what else I would say is like, remember your divinity, you know, re- this is, like you volunteered to come like at the the most amazing time of human evolvement ever, you know it's such a such an amazing thing that we're going through now, and um you know and keep it light, you know, like don't get all serious, I know that that serious things happen, you know, and like in back in June, like if you would have told me lighten up, I'd you know like I said to screw you. <laughs> You know, I understand that, like, people are going through, you know, um, you know, whatever it is, if it's with relationships or finances or whatever, but remember that you're going to be okay. You know, you're going to be okay. Like, this is, this is going to somewhere so amazing and, you know, hang in there and, and share, you know, in the sharing part. Like I said, I, I just can't emphasize enough the whole community pod um, tribe thing. It's been like from my guys, from the dolphins, from the whales. Um, it's been such a big part of that message. You know, another thing I'd say is come swim with dolphins and whales with me. <laughs> come play. Lady, the minute I can afford it, I'll be there. Awesome. Awesome. Okay, well, we're going to have links uh, up on our. Uh, website with the recording of the show but for our listeners and our iTunes listeners uh, where can they find out more about uh, uh, Divine Dolphin and Brisa Azul and all these wonderful things that you do okay um, well the, the Divine Dolphin for my swimming with dolphin and whale trips you can go to divinedolphin.com it's one word um, divinedolphin.com um, my property um in, while we're creating the wellness center and all that little magic is floating around there, um, I'm renting out cabins on a long-term basis. Um, if anyone wants to come hang out in paradise, um, you can go to brisaazul.com. That's one word, B-R-I-S-A-A-Z-U-L.com. And um, for the weight loss and um, law of attraction and, and all the other stuff I do, um, that's at my I am I am I am dot com website. It's I am dash I am dash I am dot com. 
And, um, of course, Facebook, Twitter, all that fun stuff, Sierra Goodman. If you put in Sierra Goodman, you'll you'll find me. <laughs> you'll find me. Yes, absolutely. And we strongly suggest you do. And uh, uh, let's see. We have uh, a, a special recorded show coming up Thursday evening. I want to let everybody know you can still call in to listen, but uh, we won't be able to take any questions on that show, uh, sadly. Uh, but we're looking forward to it. And uh, everybody go visit with uh, Sierra. Go swim with the dolphins, and you'll see why they don't need to be in a box anywhere. <laughs> and... Uh, Well, Sierra, it was an absolute pleasure for me. Um, you, you've had an incredible journey so far, and I would love to um, – I don't know how long it's going to take you to build up um, the retreat that you're talking about building um, or what your plans are for that, But I, I, I and I think Rick would agree with me, but we would love to have you once you're ready and open and, and doing – amazing, wonderful stuff with the retreat. We'd love to have you back on to come talk to us. Sure. I'd, I'd, I'd love to come back. I'll, yeah. I'll let you know when I'm ready. <laughs> yeah, we'd love to talk about that. It sounds like it's going to be um, an incredible way for people to connect with themselves and with each other and with the environment. And it's it's a blessing, really, that you're coming at it now from a place of experience so that you'll be able to understand what it is to be vulnerable. So that's yes, absolutely. Absolutely. The, um, the, that experience definitely um, got me to feel vulnerable, and it was a good place to be. <laughs> Made me a whole new person. <laughs> it, it usually is. It helps you grow into to something incredible. Yeah, Absolutely. I call I call June the month the shift hit the fan. <laughs> <laughs> Mine happened last December, so I'm a few months ahead of you there. But I yeah. get where you're coming from, and good for you for turning it around and turning it into something um, really valuable for for other people who may need a way to connect. Yeah, I mean, isn't that what it's about? You know, shifting. And today I posted about filtering. You know, stuff happens in the world, and, you know, I figure if it comes into my realm, into my reality in front of me, it's for me to shift and filter it. You know, it's filter filter it all into love. Absolutely. That's what we do. All right. Well, thanks again, Sierra. Pleasure. Thanks for inviting me. Thank you to all our guests. All the wonderful folks in the chat room. Janet has just come screeching in. Um, and screeching out uh, again. We have uh, uh, Omango who's been with us, and then guests 7127-7609-7736 and 7849. We've really been glad to have you. And Suzanne is still with us on the phone listening. So uh, it's been a great show. And uh, who knows, Absolutely. we may have to have you back sooner just so we can talk. Absolutely. And, of course, we want to make sure because – because our good friend Sierra did mention that find your community, find your family. So we'd like to give a shout out to our family at Inner Child. Um, we love you. And um, if you guys are looking for are looking for a pod of your own, Inner Child's always a good place to go. Absolutely. And um, so visit with them. Their their links are around our stuff too. And. Uh, Oh, Mango says, Sierra rocks. <laughs> and we have to agree. So do you. All right, All right. everybody. Y'all have a great night great. and okay. join us again Thursday night. Thanks, everybody. Bye-bye. Thanks, Sierra. Much love. Love to you. Bye. Join Rick and Jean again next time. Until then, visit their website at everydayconnection.me and be sure to like their Facebook page at facebook.com 
forward slash everyday connection. Worried you might miss an episode? Don't worry. Subscribe. Find us on iTunes by searching for Everyday Connection Radio. Subscriptions are free, just like your everyday connection. So you're ready to ask the biggest question of your life, the only question before that question. How do you find the perfect ring to ask it with? With the incredible selection of diamonds at Jared and our price match guarantee, you can dare to stop searching and find the perfect diamond at a price you'll love. Visit your local Jared store today and dare to be devoted. We promise to match any price on a like loose certified diamond of the same quality from any other jewelry retailer. See jared.com slash price match for details. So you're ready to ask the biggest question of your life. The only question before that question. How do you find the perfect ring to ask it with? With the incredible selection of diamonds at Jared and our price match guarantee, you can dare to stop searching and find the perfect diamond at a price you'll love. Visit your local Jared store today and dare to be devoted. We promise to match any price on a like loose certified diamond of the same quality from any other jewelry retailer. See jared.com slash price match for details.